If you want to know what is really happening in the world today, you need to read the Parsha HaShavua, the weekly Torah reading. Join Rabbi Mendel Lipska for the next hour as he delves and enumerates the themes running through the weekly Torah Parsha, only on 101.9 High FM. And a wonderful Erev to all of you, and what a very special Erev Shabbos it is. It is Shabbos Mavarchim. We bless the new month of Elul, and as you know, Elul is an extraordinary, extremely special month. It's the last month of the year. It's a month of preparation. It prepares us for Rosh Hashanah. It prepares us for the month of Tishrei. It prepares us for all that is coming for Hashem's blessings in great measure. Elul is a time that each and every one of us has the opportunity of presenting himself properly and fully before God Almighty in order to receive HaKetiva V'Chatimatova to be fully inscribed and sealed for a good and sweet year, materially and spiritually. And of course, the Shabbos, when we bless the month of Elul, this is a time when the divine energy of that month begins to flow, begins to shine, begins to influence our lives in a very real and powerful manner. It's not only the Shabbos that we bless the month of Elul, it's also Erev Rosh Chodesh, because Sunday and Monday are the two days of Rosh Chodesh Elul, straight from Shabbos, Saturday night, Sunday, Sunday night and Monday, straight from Shabbos, we go into Rosh Chodesh. And Rosh Chodesh, of course, the new month, the beginning, the beginning of the new energy of the month begins to flow with extraordinary power at the highest possible level. Elul, it's a word that inspires, it brings to mind tremendous images of return, of reawakening, of Jews throughout history beginning to understand something special is taking place. It's not only the end of the year. It's not only the last month of the year. It's not only a month of preparation, but the very word Elul brings to mind an image that somehow we are consciously reconnecting with God Almighty. We are reconnecting with Hashem. And in that reconnection, there is this urge to reconnect in a powerful and strong manner. Elul is a time that each and every one of us has the power, has the ability, indeed has the desire to reconnect in an authentic and powerful manner. Our sages tell us that Elul is an acrostic for a great many things. For a passage in Shir HaShirim, Ani Dodi Li, I am for my friend and my friend is for me. And it's not only some vague acrostic to some passage in the Torah. Anila Dodi Vedodili speaks about what Elul really means. Anila Dodi, I, the human being, Ledodi, reaches out, makes an overture, Ledodi. Who is my true and ultimate friend? That is God Himself. Vedodili, and God responds to me. This is a time that each and every one of us has the ability, the capacity to reach out to God Himself. Ani. I can. But in order to do that, we have to recognize the I, the inner self that we possess. Because most of us, unfortunately, throughout the year, we live at a very superficial level. We don't allow the ani, the essential I that we possess, to actually guide our lives. The month of Elul, the ani, 
comes to the fore, the inner self, the true self, the true identity of the individual. And this is the month of Elul Ani Ladodi. The individual calls out from within the inner depth of his being, his soul, his very soul begins to shine, his very soul begins to function, his very soul begins to call out Hashem and says to Hashem, I want to reconnect. Vidodi Li. And Hashem responds in a very powerful and very close, intimate sort of way. This is a month that our sages tell us there is incredible opportunity to call out to God and consequently for God to respond to us. This is a month of tremendous opportunity. Sometimes throughout the year, we have a desire to call out to God. And it's true. There is no time that a person is blocked from calling out to God. But throughout the year, it's a bit more difficult. And sometimes a lot more difficult. But within the month of El, it comes with far greater ease. All one has to do is to do it. All one has to do is to reach out. And how do we reach out to Hashem? How do we call out to Hashem? We call out to Hashem through prayer, through study of Torah, through the observance of mitzvahs, to function in a way that He wants us to function. Changing a little bit. It doesn't have to be radical or dramatic, but it has to be effective. It has to be visible. It has to indicate to us that this is a month I want to do things differently. Anila Dodi. The individual has to allow the inner self to come to the fore. The individual has to allow the inner self not to be blocked by the external dimensions of life. And while throughout the year that might be difficult because the external dimensions of life can be overwhelming sometimes. The external dimensions of life can be true obstacles to the inner self. But during the month of Elul, we are told that it is with far greater ease that the Ani can come out. And Lidodi, it is able to address God himself in a powerful and profound and direct way. And Dodi Li, and Hashem responds in an incredible way as well. And this comes together at the Parsha of Re'eh, where Moshe tells the Jewish people, Re'eh, behold, look, that I am giving you Tere'eh, I am giving all of you, Lifnei Sam Hayom, Bracha Uklala, I am giving you a blessing, and I am giving you a curse. And he doesn't simply allow it to be vague, I am giving you a blessing, and I am giving you a curse. He actually says, I will tell you what the blessing is and I will tell you what the curse is. What is the blessing? He says the blessing is if you will listen to the commandments that God your God gives you and instructs you. Now what is the curse? If you don't listen to the commandments that God your God tells you and you allow yourself to walk away from the path that he has shown you and you begin to follow strange gods and strange ways. Powerful words. What's the blessing and what's the curse? The blessing 
if you listen. The curse if you don't listen. And you begin to wonder, okay, I understand. The blessing is this, the curse is that. What does that have to do with the word that A, C? How do we see that? How is it possible for a human being to see that this is the blessing and this is the curse? We can perhaps understand it. We can perhaps intellectually fathom those ideas. But to see, in addition to which, how does that connect to the month of Elul? And the month of Elul, the beginning of the month of Elul, is always closely connected to this week's Parsha of Re'eh. More of that This is the Parsha HaShavua with Rabbi Mendel Lipska, only on 101.9 High FM. We ask the question, what is it that you see when the blessing is that you fulfill the commandments of God and you listen to God's instructions? And the curse is when you don't listen to God's instructions and you don't fulfill the commandments that he instructs you. And this is something which is important for us to understand. We naturally and normally think about reward and punishment as a consequence of actions that we do. If we do something good or right, we will be rewarded. God forbid if we do something wrong, we will be punished. That is the natural, normal order of things. That's how things work. Reward and punishment is a consequence of the actions that we do. Moshe is telling the Jewish people something entirely different over here. Moshe is telling the Jewish people a completely different level of devotion to God and to godliness. Moshe is telling the people a completely different definition of reward and punishment. He is telling them something entirely different in terms of how they must behave. He is indicating a level of maturity that they have to come to, a level of maturity that they have to grow into, and that's when they begin to see. Because if they don't reach that level, they never see. They might understand to a certain degree. They might hear to a certain degree. But they will never see. If they want to see something with absolute clarity, if they want to see an image that stands before them with certainty, with authenticity, this is the level of maturity that they have to come to. A child knows that if they behave well, if they listen to their parents, they will be rewarded. They will get a candy, a sweet, they will get a toy. They will get something good. If they won't, in one way or another, they will be punished. Either they will be deprived of something good, or they will be punished. They understand that there are consequences to their behavior. And as you get older the rewards become more sophisticated, but there is always a reward that is separate from the action. But as you mature, and you truly mature, you begin to realize that the ultimate reward is not something separate from the action. The ultimate reward 
is the action itself. The ability, the opportunity to do something that your mother or father wants you to do. For no other reason than that that they have asked you to do something. In any relationship, a relationship of friendship, a relationship of marriage, of parent and child, of pupil and teacher, the ultimate maturity in that relationship is that the action itself becomes the greatest reward. And what's the greatest punishment? Not fulfilling that action. It's not that you're going to get something nice. It's not that you're going to get something good. It's not that you're going to get something for that which you do or not get something for that which you don't do. That, even at its highest level, is immature. The ultimate maturity is when a person knows instinctively that fulfilling the act in itself is the ultimate reward. But that takes effort, that takes energy, but when it happens, you begin to see things all together differently. You begin to see a relationship differently. Because as long as you think you're going to get something separate, it's not a complete relationship. Because the action is not complete on its own. You're waiting for something else. You're expecting something else. You're expecting something else as fulfillment for the action. The action itself is not complete. And therefore, the action is immature. And therefore, the relationship is incomplete. When you come to a point where the action itself is complete. The relationship is complete. You don't need anything else. It in itself indicates you need nothing else. This is complete. This is whole. This is what it's all about. What Moshe is telling the Jewish people here is the A. There has to be a time, a place where you come to know beyond understanding where you come to know that your relationship with God is such that you don't expect something for that which you do but the opportunity for fulfilling God's law that in itself is the ultimate reward because God who is so great God who is so infinite God who's brought everything into being allows you to fulfill his will That in itself is the ultimate reward. And there is nothing worse than not fulfilling that which he expects you to do, going against his will, not doing that which he has instructed you to do. That's the ultimate relationship you're going to have with God. And why does he say this? Because this Parsha of Re'eh is filled with so many laws. The laws of Kashrut, the festivals, the laws of Shemitah, all sorts of laws are contained within this parsh. And very often we can be overwhelmed by the detail. The detail is important. The detail is extremely important. Because as I mentioned last week, life is detail. 
Each and every single detail is the dimension of life that we live through on a daily basis. But it's the old story. Sometimes we don't see the wood or the trees. We are overwhelmed by the trees and we don't see the wood. What Torah is telling us, what Moshe is telling the Jewish people out of incredible love for his people, understand the detail, know the detail, study the detail, respect the detail, fulfill the detail, but ultimately know that there is a complete picture, the A, and see that picture. What is that picture? There are two ends to that picture. Do what you have to do. Don't do what you shouldn't do. This is the reward. This is the punishment. This is the ultimate mature relationship that you can have with God. This is the ultimate mature relationship that you can have with anybody when you think about it. Because this indicates the action itself is complete, is whole. It is an act of fulfillment. It is an act of greatness. And this is why, as mentioned before, this particular Parsha of Re'eh always comes the month of Elul. Because Elul is precisely that. We develop a far greater, a far deeper, a far more intimate, a far more powerful relationship with God. Throughout the year, we are overwhelmed by detail. Throughout the year, we are overwhelmed by the great many things that we do and that we don't do. During the month of Elul, the Ani comes to the fore. We begin to see things. Things become clearer. We begin to recognize the essential dimensions of our relationship with God. We don't look for reward and punishment. That happens throughout the year. What we look for is an essential, powerful, intimate relationship with God. This is the Anilu Dodi Bedodi Li. This is the relationship that we want with God. This happens during the month of Elul. This is indicated in the Parsha of Re'eh. And this is why it says Re'eh Anochi. God says Anochi. Just as we say Ani, God himself says Anochi, he's talking about his essence as well. No externalities. No superficial, not even divine superficial dimensions. Anochi, the very essence of God. Just as our essence reaches out to God, his essence reaches out to each and every one of us. This is the month of Elul. This is the month of Re'eh. This is the month of Teshuvah. This is the month of returning. This is the month that we reach out, that we make those overtures. This is the month where the superficialities are so easy to overcome. This is the month of truth. And this is the month that ends the year. This is the month during which we prepare for the coming year. This is the month of Elul. This is the week of Re'eh. Tomorrow in Shu, we are going to bless the month of Elul. And all this comes to the fore. All this comes with tremendous energy, with tremendous power. Moshe calls out to the Jewish people and he says, listen to what God is saying. Re'eh, Anochi, behold, 
God himself says, I am giving you from my very essence blessing and the opposite of blessing. And you can see it. If you open your eyes, you can actually see it with clarity, with intensity, with purpose. All you have to do is to reach out from within yourself. All you have to do is to call out from within yourself. You will see it clearly. This is the Elul month. This is the Anila Dodi. This is how it melds together. It comes together with such intensity and with such power. The question that we have to ask is how does it happen? Good words, good ideas, but how does it actually happen during the month of Elul? How does it actually happen that during this month this divine energy flows to us? And how does it happen that during this month from within ourselves we can reach out with such intensity, with such power, and with such clarity? How is it that during this month we have the capacity, we have the ability, indeed the desire to call out to Hashem with such power? More of that soon. This is the Pasha Hashavua with Rabbi Mendel Lipska, only on 101.9 High FM. So what is it about the month of El? What is it that's so special during this month that we are able to achieve this incredible level of relationship where the superficialities don't present such disturbing obstacles and our inner self is able to reach out? And not only that, but to connect, as I said earlier on, with the Parsha of Re'eh, we begin to see the parameters of the blessing and the curse, the doing the right thing and not doing the wrong thing. We see it with clarity. What is it about this month that gives us the ease of behaving in this incredibly powerful sort of way? And the answer is, because this is the month as the Balatanya, the Alter Rebbe tells us, the king is in the field. God himself presents himself to each and every one of us in a way that enables us to approach him with ease. So to speak, throughout the year, God Almighty is like a king who is in within the chambers of his palace. He's in the throne room, which is accessible only to people of great importance. Ordinary men and women cannot enter the palace, certainly cannot enter the throne room, the inner chambers, whereas during the month of Elul, the king is in the field. He's approachable, indeed approaches everyone with a smiling face and appeals to each and every one of us to approach him and ask him to give us a good and sweet year. And what does it mean that the king is in the field? Because the month of Elul is the time, our Kabbalists tell us, when there is the revelation of the Yud Gimel Midot HaRachamim, the revelation of the 13 degrees, the 13 measures of divine compassion. During this month, Hashem showers the month, gives a tremendous divine flow of 13 measures, the 13 measures of Rachamim, of divine compassion 
of divine mercy. And because there is this huge inflow of divine compassion, we are able to receive that incredible energy and use it with incredible benefit to reach out to God. Throughout the year, one needs extraordinary effort in order to receive that level of rachamim, of compassion, and sometimes we can't. We have to exercise huge dimensions of divine service to get a degree of rachamim, of divine compassion, whereas during the month of Elo, we are showered with this incredible, miraculous flow of the 13 midot measures of divine compassion to each and every one of us. And because of that, we have this incredible strength to reach out to Hashem and to ask Hashem for forgiveness, for goodness, for a good and sweet year, materially and spiritually. This is a time, as said before, a time of extraordinary opportunity. It's a time that each and every one of us should use the moments, the hours, the days, the weeks of the month of Elo to gather in as much as we can, to see as much as we can. This is the month of opening up our eyes. This is the month of seeing the blessing and the opposite of blessing. This is the month of recognizing that which we should do and that which we shouldn't do, understanding that the rewards and punishments are minimal in relationship to the act itself. The act of fulfilling the will of God is the ultimate reward. And God forbid the act of not fulfilling the will of God is the ultimate punishment. This is the month that we are able to see that. And once we see that, it lasts. It's something which stays with us the entire year, the entire life. This is what Moshe is saying. Look, open your eyes and see this. Because now is the time that the image is clear. Now is the time that your sight is such that you can see this with absolute clarity, with absolute authenticity. This is the month of Elo. This is the month of Anila Dodi Medodi Li. And this is why during the month of Elo, all the way up to Rosh Hashanah, to the day before Rosh Hashanah, we don't. But every single day of the month of Elo, what's special? We say the prayer of Ladobi Hashem Orivi Yiri, God is my light, God is my salvation. God is my guide. And every single day we blow the shofar. That piercing call that reaches into the very essence of our being, that touches our heart, that touches our soul, that reminds us this is a special time. This is a time not to be wasted. This is a time to be used, to be used in the most positive, in the most productive way, because this is a time of great opportunity, this is a time that each and every one of us can achieve so very, very much. So if you're in shul tomorrow, listen carefully when you bless the month of Elul. Rosh Chodesh is Sunday and Monday. Know full well that these are days of great importance. They usher in an entire month of holiness, 
of compassion, of greatness, of opportunity, of change. Listen to the Parsha carefully. So many beautiful commandments. So many beautiful ideas, the laws of Kashrut, the festivals, etc., etc. Listen carefully to the words. And above all, as I say every week, listen carefully and make it your own. Try to understand how Torah is talking to you personally, intimately. It's talking to you as an individual. Listen to something that speaks directly to you. Pashara A is a partial of seeing things with clarity, with incredible clarity. And once you see with incredible clarity, it stays with you forever. Moshe is sharing this vision with us. He's speaking to a new generation, to a generation that didn't stand at Sinai. It's the second generation. It's a generation that's going into the land, and he won't accompany them. But he is guiding them nonetheless. He's teaching them. Seeing is an opportunity that you can possess as well. So in addition to having a good Shabbos, may each and every one of us be blessed with a Ketiva tova, to be blessed with a good and sweet year, to be inscribed, to be sealed, to be uplifted, to see, to have everything that we need and we deserve to connect with God to see the power of the action, to see the power of the blessing, to understand it's the action itself, which is the ultimate reward. Good Shabbos. Good Chodesh.